Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who are tired of the stupid people in the world. Wouldn't it be nice if one day everybody just got up and said, you know what? No more stupid people. And then instead of like, you know, religious pogroms or, you know, racist rallies where you're attacking people that aren't like you, we killed all the stupid people. Like all of them. You have a list of questions, right? And you have to get five out of the 10 right. And if you don't get them right, you're dead. And you, of course, would be in charge. I would write the questions. I figured. I think I can determine who's smart and who's stupid. And it would also be like, are you a decent human being? Like the question one, when you're reading magazines at a bookstore, should you A, throw them on the floor like a cunt, or B, place them nicely back Did you on notice the that they were, it was very neatly arranged today? It was very spotless up there, I noticed. I, I, I told you, I made a significant and profound impact on that store. There was also a uh, gal that was collecting magazines, taking them to the cafe and reading them. And then bringing them back over and putting them all away. And then she would get another little section of them and bring them back over there. I really think. It's like you changed the whole mindset. I really think when you take a stand for something, even if this is really dumb. I I will admit this is something that I got all worked up for. It's not really that important in the greater scheme of things. But that place is nicer now. And everybody's picked up on the vibe. And it's not just me. The store takes better care of it now, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So everybody's picked up on the vibe. You don't just throw your shit on the floor. And now we don't have to deal with it. And it's very nice. We'll see how long it lasts. It's going to last as long as I keep going there. Probably. Which may not be much longer. They know you're the fact that that store looks like it's emptying out. Yeah, I know. That's fucking disturbing. Anyway, this is episode number 637. Hootathon. That's never good. Way too much of that shit going on. Way too much of that shit going on. Don't want to email or call me. Where can they call me? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you. Very nice. Don't forget Amazon's our sponsor. I'm at a certain, there's, there's a new thing now called Kindle on the web. Did you see that? I think you were telling me about that. This is new. Just saw it today. I can put excerpts of books on the website now. Oh. And then if people like them, cool. they can purchase them. So How I'm much? Start, How much is an excerpt? Just a couple pages. It's not a lot. That's good enough. But though, I can find passages that I like mm-hmm. and put them on there. You Very know? nice. The book's got some fisting in it. I'll put that page oh, up. You can quit. see. It. There's not enough of that. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a new superhero called. I think the you're fist. just not looking in the right section. Trust me, I look in a lot no, of sections. No. Look in a lot of sections. So thank, thank three. Oh, thank three. She was telling us not too long ago how much she enjoyed the thrill of dressing out for Jim because she got all shivery inside with the adrenaline rush. Correct. Nah, she hates Jim. Yep. Right. Hates people. I knew it was coming. In fact, I was rather shocked that she went as long as she did without hating it. I think Jim is one of those things. If you're not athletic, it's nothing but dread. It's like the period of the day where you know you're going to be ridiculed. You're going to feel insecure. I hated Jim. And I know, but you know what? School. Thing three actually is kind of athletic. She is, but she's not terribly confident. 
She's full of confidence. Well, I she not, was saying not, not when it comes to athleticism, though. She's not. So what happened that made her so fucking traumatized that she's been playing hooky the past two days? Well, which is at an end, by the way. She went to PE, dressed out. They went and they were they were playing volleyball, which I have to say, I was actually uh, happy with something that the PE teacher did because she told Thing Three that she has a natural ability in volleyball, which was an incredible boost for nice. her. Nice. Yeah, and I think it's important because, you know, it not everybody is good at everything. And so when you see, when the, the PE teacher does see something that she can encourage, I I, right. I think it's good for them to actually speak up and say something. Well, and not f- just treat everybody like chattel. Right. And to be fair, most people aren't good at anything. So it's nice when you're good at one thing. Well, even if it's just a minute part of. Right. You know, maybe you're good at setting or maybe you're good at serving right. or whatever. Anyway, right. so she had a, a fairly decent day in PE because she got an ego boost. Gets to the locker room to to change back into uniforms and can't find her shirt. Her shirt is missing. So it's instant panic. Now, wait, I want to make sure I understand this. She... Did you say this happened when she was changing into her PE clothes? Changing back into her uniform. Oh, so she wore, she'd already been in PE. Right. Went back to get her street clothes. To get her uniform. Her uniform, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And then she had no uniform shirt. Yes. Okay. Now, I, I understand there was a lot of finger pointing in histrionics. On the other hand, our children have been known to take off their shoes and lose them before they sit down. Well, that's true. So I'm, I honestly was not surprised to hear the tale of she'd lost a shirt. Well, they have lockers. Yes. And like I said before, you and I have watched your children change their clothes before. It is a, a trail of clothes being just tromp thrown about. They're not careful. Well, think three is usually at home anyway pretty particular about where she puts her stuff okay and like i said in the pe she's got a locker now granted she shares it with a couple other people but they're all different sizes so it's pretty easy to tell whose stuff is whose i think it's a dumb idea for kids to share lockers in general well, they That's have dumb. to why do you have There's to a lot of kids give them small lockers they don't need that much space they are small lockers anyway so of course you know she looks around for about mm, a half a second then starts screaming and yelling panics Starts to cry, <sighs> which is not a good thing in PE. You never cry at school. Mm-hmm. Never cry at school. I don't care how bad it is. You don't cry at school. I knew that 30 years ago when I was our age. Hanging out because something bad happens in school. When I was six years old, then the freaking hootard broke my arm. I didn't cry. Yeah, so she goes to the PE teacher. Tells the PE teacher. Of course, she got tears streaming down her face. Of course. Everybody's and pointing and laughing now. The PE teacher is ever so helpful and says, go get dressed. Thing three is like, but I'm trying to tell you there's <laughs> nothing for me to get dressed I in. I only have my gym shirt. So she just she just put on her bra and go out back to class. I would have been like, fuck it. I'll do what I got to <laughs> no. do. She started rip tearing through the locker room and eventually finds it buried under a bunch of other stuff. Now, I'm really surprised that she wasn't going around throat slamming people. There are a lot of people that are bigger than her. I understand. A lot but bigger than you her. don't. Whenever things don't go her way, well, size that's doesn't true. Seem to really she turns matter. into a holy terror. Correct. 
But somebody touched my shit. My stuff got yeah. moved. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking rip some ass. Evidently, she dressed in the stall, which she's not supposed to do. Right. Dropped or left the shirt in there, and mm-hmm. somebody took it and hit it, not knowing she was gonna flip the heck out. Right now, and whenever I heard the story, I she got what she deserved. I know it sounds mean. She did something she wasn't supposed to do. Well, that's true. She didn't take care of her shit. That's true. And something happened. Lesson learned. Mm -hmm. Take care of your shit. But I told her, you know, because she did get the shirt. She got dressed. Everything all was well. She wasn't even late for class. I told her, you know, that next time probably should not do the tears part. You can't cry. No. You can't cry. You got to fucking. Then you get branded. And then PE, then you're getting picked on by the upperclassmen. Uh Uh-uh. People don't understand. It's not good. A lot of adults don't want to understand this, but kids are like chickens. Like a bunch of fucking chickens trapped in a coop. And if you look a little weak or sickly, they'll peck your feathers off until you're dead. It's just a fact. It's just the way they are. And you know why? Because kids are essentially animals. They're not nice. I know you think they are. And your kids may be nice to you. They may be nice to your teachers. Left to their own devices, they're a very small step above monkeys. And you and I were watching Rebel Monkeys the other day, and apparently it's all about fucking and killing if you're a monkey. We already knew that, right? I guess. I don't I don't really like Rebel Monkeys because for whatever reason the monkeys on that show have ridiculous genitalia. Like other monkeys they were other monkeys, you. you're like you're like, all right, your ass is red because it's that time. You know what I mean? These monkeys, balls out, cocks flapping against their knees. It's like, come on, you're disgusting, monkey. How they dragging the ground? How they walk around like that? Seriously. I don't know. I when I looked at it, I was like, I am surprised that monkey fights don't immediately end with people getting their junk ripped off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if exactly. I, if that I was, should be the first thing they go right. for. Well, I got some big sharp teeth here. That's what I'm saying. If I was a monkey, the first thing I'd do be like, you know what? I'm tearing your fucking junk off. Now you don't have cock and balls. How you feeling? Not good? Good, I win. Get the fuck out of here. I was also a little appalled when we were watching Rebel Monkeys when they had the orphan monkeys. And they're like, we're just going to turn them loose with the rest of the monkeys. Oh, and they were cowering <laughs> in the cage. <laughs> the, the little, like, please don't leave me here. The little monkeys are like, we're going to fucking die if you leave us here. You see all these people with their giant fucking monkey penises and their swollen red monkey balls? They're going to fuck us and kill us. That's what they do. No, I don't see any girl monkeys here. It's all crazy boy monkeys. Don't leave us. I know, but we changed the channel, so I didn't see what happened. Now I've got to search on the internet. Darn it! Why'd you remind me? I don't care. That's <laughs> that's really what it boils down to. The show was offensive to my sensibilities. Wow, that like takes some effort. Well, ma- mainly because I don't. I when I see monkeys, I want them to be cute and well-behaved monkeys. I don't like when you see monkeys in their actual habitat when they're just dirty, filthy, disgusting creatures. You don't want to be reminded that they need diapers when they're in yeah, captivity. Because they're gross. Right. You want a cute little pocket monkey. Uh, yeah, little spider monkeys are just hanging out, being your buddy. I don't like the gross monkeys that you see living in the I streets. I think that's what most people like. Yeah, and, and yeah. kids are like monkeys. You want, to, you want to pretend that they're the well-groomed little mannequins that you raised, but they're not. They're savage little beasts. Did you ever cry in school? Did everything ever happened where you had a little tear trickle out? Uh, I was always made fun of. I was this tiny, tiny little thing. I mean, itty bitty. Did you ever make anybody else cry? That's what I did. Because I was small too, but I developed a caustic wit. Well, that's my problem. See, you know, after so many years of being picked on because I was itty bitty. Right. I got a mighty, mighty fist. <laughs> <laughs> so if you made me really mad, right, I was Popeye. pummeling. Go, Pretty Popeye. much. 
But that was my my biggest defense was the uh, element of surprise. Nobody right. was expecting a fireball punch to the gut <laughs> <laughs> from a forty pounder. Well, that is true though, because like I I wasn't I wasn't a big puncher, but I was mean. Like I would I would like when I talked before when the hutard broke my arm, I snuck up on him much later and crushed him with a fucking my lunchbox. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I I went to school with another guy that was little too, and people picked on him. And I mean, I was kind of friends with him, and people picked on him, picked on him until one day he just flipped the fuck out. Oh, and see, that into, was my thing too. I was like a ticking time bomb. Pretty right, much. Right. I was like an elephant. Never forget. You're like I would Jeremy. never be confrontational oh, right in the beginning. Cross me once, cross me twice. Now you're in trouble. Yeah. You're you're that song I was Jeremy. Keeping score. That song Jeremy was actually Kim yeah, about her freaking out. I don't know. It's kinda weird. I mean, like I said, I, I got to where as I got older, it was mostly my mouth. I would just mock people until they, they were too confused and they didn't know what to do. They're like, I don't understand. You're making me angry and sad inside. I would, however, get really embarrassed, like if I got called on in class and I didn't know the answer and turned like bright red. I hated that. There was no masking my shame. I was like that for a while, but when I got when I probably junior high, I just stopped caring. I wish I could have. I was always just mortified. I guess because I always assumed that I should know the answer, and when I didn't, it was horrifying. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like I was like that too. I was pretty smart up until I got in high school and met you, and then you kind of corrupted my brain. Thanks. Was, it's true. It sucked the life right out of you. It wasn't you sucked the life right out of me. Fun. I was like, eh, I got better things to be doing. I'm buying a college chick. I don't got time to talk to you. So yeah, I just I would just make jokes about it, or I would say, why do I need to know that? That's, that doesn't seem important. I don't know. Oh, here here's a follow up to um thing two's egg drop. Oh yeah, she she scored big today. Yes. It was easily the best. There were five five kids that succeeded, so tomorrow was the way in to see who's got the lightest contraption. Hers was the sure only one that was, win. she said hers was the only one made only out of straws. And so. hers was the only one that did, didn't make a sound when it hit the ground. <laughs> it was like a floating on air. Yeah, it was mostly air. It was a pretty good job, so I'm proud of her. That's right. Bans against text messaging while driving don't help reduce accidents, but may in fact increase them, according to a study by the research arm of the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, or IIHS. The reason isn't because the laws are flawed, per se, but because humans are. The report theorizes that people try to get away with texting while driving, putting the phone in their lap, and taking their attention further away from the driving. The IIHS research arm is the Highway Lost Data Institute. Res- oh, is that? Highway Loss Data Institute. Researchers at the HLDI compared collision insurance claims in four states, California, Louisiana, Minnesota, and Washington, immediately before and after they enacted texting bans. Crash rates rose in three of the states after bans were enacted. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. People holding their fucking phone in their lap trying to text like that. Fucking dumb. You know what phone makers should do, to be honest? And it would actually save everybody accidents and make things easier just like you know your google phone you can send you can do voice to to text right you know that right um i didn't know that Uh, what can i say i'm a hootar when it comes to electronic stuff. you can send text messages i know but this would save you from the problem that you have where you don't know how to type on a phone and if you could just it's not that i don't know how to type i've got big giant fat thumbs 
look, Megan Fox. You don't I have. Am. It's like a big toe thong. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. <laughs> My thumb is easily twice the size of yours. I don't I... care. Anyway, you can, yeah, you can click the little microphone and you can talk to it and it will write your text message. Now, this is the thing that I think is dumb. Just call the person. <laughs> right? You're both sending text messages. Why don't you just fucking put it on speakerphone and make a phone call? Well, that's true. What they're probably going to do know. is just mandate that all phones turn off while you're actually driving. I know, but that could be a problem also. What if there's a an accident and you need to call for help? Well, you'll be driving while you're in an accident? Well, I know, but you're still in the car, so how's it supposed Stop. to know? It, it can tell that you're driving because it has a GPS in it. <laughs> the same magic box that moves yeah, the little arrow know. on the map? Come on, Cam. But, okay, should it turn off if there's a passenger in the vehicle? Just because it's moving doesn't mean a passenger can't text. Nobody texts while you're driving. We're trying to be safe here. Is it more important to be safe or more important that you be able to text while you're sitting in the passenger seat? Would you rather have a nice long conversation with your disgruntled teen or would you rather have her texting happily away? Sometimes I don't think it would be bad if we talked to our disgruntled teen a little more often. Sometimes. But if you're in a car for 10 hours They're just going to put on their headphones and and fucking listen to music. They're going to talk. They shut out the world. How come you got so pissy today when I was playing Halo? Had my headphones on. You were yelling at me. What was he yelling at you? It's in my door. I, everything gets uh, magnified when you have those headphones on. You know I, like that, I, put, right? I like the headphones because they really do just block out I know, all so the people ha- do kind of have to raise their voice for mm-hmm. you to be able to just hear. Just leave me alone when the headphones are on. Okay, fine. Next time I won't tell you when dinner is ready. Just come put the plate where I can see it. That's all you wow. Do. <laughs> no. You can at least make the effort to consciously get up and get your own damn food. That seems like a lot. That's ridiculous. I don't understand why you can't. I can't believe you even just said that. I don't get that much time to play Halo. And when I do, I think it would be nice if you treat me with a little more respect. I treat with plenty of respect. That doesn't mean that I have to wait on you hand and foot. Get up and get your own pizza. It's very distracting when I'm in the middle of a sniper spree to have somebody fucking go. Fine, next time I won't even say anything. Just bring me the food. No. It would take you less effort. See how simple that is? No. It would take you less effort to just bring me the goddamn food. Understand that, right? I wish you loved me. It would make things so much better for us all. Next story. The story amuses me. May I read it now, sir? Did you bring me a slice of pizza first? No. A 25-year-old woman has appeared in court accused of tricking two women into sexual contact by pretending to be a man. Samantha Brooks is alleged to have kept up the pretense with one of her alleged victims for a period lasting six years. Girls are dumb. Ms. Brooks made no plea or declaration when she appeared in private at Perth Sheriff Court to face two charges of obtaining sex by fraud. Okay. How (laughs) disassociated do you need to be that you can't understand that someone is not a male for six full years? Before we get there, right? I'm a little unnerved by all these sex by fraud cases that are coming up. I I think almost there's a little fraud in almost everybody trying to get laid. You're doing whatever you can to get in there. And if they make it against a lot of lie to somebody before you fuck them, there's going to be problems. Cut it out. I got to lie to you to get sex. 
I don't. I but I I, I how how tricky do you have to be that you convince me for six eight years that you're a guy? I don't know. Are they always? Took, I really don't know how that is even possible. You think she took I steroids really and had one of those giant oversized clits going on? I, even so, <laughs> unless these women have an extremely limited experience in their background. Well, you know, it's I, I really don't see how it says sexual contact. It doesn't say actual intercourse. So it makes me wonder if maybe there was just some finger banging going on. For six years? Yeah, maybe. Come on. Maybe that's all. Maybe the they. Shocks. Maybe she had some prosthetics. Uh, okay. I I really don't know. Even if you have prosthetics, you could trick somebody. Maybe if you only do it in the dark. Yeah. And nobody's allowed to touch your junk except for with the inside of their vagina. Maybe. maybe Always then. blindfolded. But but really, I don't. Oh man, I don't know. Then again, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen these people. Maybe six years was only like three times. It, it sounds Didn't like. Didn't say it like they were like, regular partners. Okay, but here's my question. How mad do you have the right to be if everybody has a mutually satisfactory sexual experience, right? And nobody's uh-huh. mad. Nobody's mad. Until you find out the secret. Uh-huh. And now well, everybody's okay. up in Ask fucking arms. Ask yourself that question. I, How I would, would you be if you found out you just had an encounter with a dude? Okay. I would be upset, I'm but there's saying. no reason this has to go to court. I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you'd be pretty hopping mad. I, I, Enough I'm to not, sue. I'm not then saying, again, you'd be too, you wouldn't want anybody to know. So I'm not saying they, they shouldn't court. have a right to go punch somebody in the snot. You know what I mean? Go over and go, look, that was not cool. Punk. And smash them one. But I, I don't think you need to sue him. And I definitely don't think it needs to be a fucking crime. It's not like somebody was getting date raped. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was happy at the time it happened. Everything was copacetic. Then you find out, oh my God, it's a girl. Oh, the end of the world. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm I, serious. I think it, if it truly happened to you and it was the other way around. I'm not around, saying I wouldn't be upset. wouldn't be talking the same. I'm not saying I wouldn't be upset, but I don't think anybody needs to go to jail. Well, I, I don't know necessarily. Needs it's to a crime. They're treating it like a it's crime. It's over in Perth. It's not even here either. You know what I'm saying, though. I don't think you need to bring it into the fucking legal system. A discussion should be had. And like I said, punches might get thrown. But at the end, it's just going to. I don't know. I think sometimes people are darn lucky stuff goes to court and people don't deal with it with their fists. Sometimes that escalates pretty quickly. I, I, sometimes I think somebody just needs to get punched and you call it a day. You know what I'm saying? Like if some chick pulled it that just struck on you and you just hauled off and punched her one in the, the belly basket. And then you could the say, belly basket. And then you say, look, that's not nice. Don't what do it. What euphemisms do you have? And you just say, look, don't do that again. That wasn't nice. And then you post their picture on the internet. Done. You don't need to get the fucking court involved. See, they're saying in the chat room they might be too embarrassed to say anything. And I think that would be pretty common i think a lot of people would just say pretend it never happened i guess don't fall if you get fingered by a girl and you didn't expect it you can't tell i don't know it's weird it is very weird i think we're I'm missing pretty, some details I'm, maybe we I i'm know. afraid I, to I, dig I read, into that I read, the whole, I read the whole story just the sexual contact it doesn't go into big details about what it entailed maybe she did just throw a strap on on Chuck the check over the back of a couch and go at it. I don't know. But for six years, you couldn't tell it wasn't a guy? 
Hey, ladies, let me give you a tip. If you date somebody for six years, at some point they don't put their penis in your mouth. It's probably a girl. Cut it out. Because no guy is going to hang around for six years without a penis in the mouth at some point. Do you think? I I don't know. I would not have dated you for six years. Oh my god! (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Just saying. I've been like, ah, we're a few months in, and I haven't yet to put my penis in your mouth. I think we're done here. I'm sure I can find somebody that would be willing to do that. So it's just a tip, ladies. If you're ever curious about whether or not you're dating a girl who's pretending to be a guy, offer a blowjob up. If they go, no, 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 no. It's a girl. <laughs> or hideously deformed man. One of the two. There you go. Somebody has a hidden penis syndrome or some oh, other affliction. That's not nice. Oh. Why'd you say that? All right, here's my last story. Well, that was fast. <laughs> I don't know. I got to look at the time. Right. Hey, is that? It's doing fine. Okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm just I know, fucking I'm checking. paranoid, too. We had a massive hardware failure. For those of you who are curious, if you were not at the live show for show 636, you will never hear it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right, here's my last story. Okay. Bizarre teen trends have been horrifying parents for generations. But health officials are warning that a vampire-inspired biting fad could be dangerous, not to mention disgusting. Teenagers obsessed with the Twilight Vampire Saga are those simply fascinated with fangs, reportedly have been biting each other hard and then licking or sucking the blood. These are kids who think they're real vampires, said Dr. Orly Avitzer, the medical advisor to Consumers Union, the agency that publishes Consumer Reports magazine. Okay, a couple things. One, way to be 30 years behind the time. I don't think blood sport's exactly new. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I agree. I mean, yeah, since at least the late 80s, this has been pretty common. Interview with the vampire started all this stuff. All you kids that think you're so hip and new with your I love vampire shit, seriously, Anne Rice started it. You can all just suck Anne Rice's. I'm just saying. In Seattle, this isn't new. For one thing. And for the second thing, what the fuck is Consumer Reports in reporting? That is odd, isn't it? <laughs> what does this have to do with the product safety alert? It's very strange. Mm, I don't know. Fangs, maybe? Fake fangs? I, I really doubt Consumer Reports do, has a prosthetic fang section. Seriously, I doubt it. I don't know. Blood's not tasty. If you're, if you're into this, not. S- stop. It's not good. It's not good. Was it stains? That was a giant pain in the butt. Now you can just you can oxyclean it, oxycute it, comes right out. Um, it's like terribly unsanitary. I don't know. I think if you would suggest that, I'd have to say no. Would you say no? I you, would. You would just fly out and say no, absolutely not. Yes. What if I said just a little bit? No. Just a tiny, tiny hole? No. Not like I'm not sticking it in your That's vein gross. or anything. How about if I just pick a scab and lick it? No. <laughs> Can I just pop a zit and then suck on it? Uh, <laughs> that is disgusting. I have, I have no interest in blood. What the hell? I have, I have no interest in that. It doesn't intrigue me in the slightest. And I, the people that do, I'm all just like, that's just weird. There might, I think it's because I remember watching Videodrome when I was way too young to watch Videodrome. Mm-hmm. And that there's a scene in there like that where Debbie Harry and uh, uh, James Woods having like weird tv sex and then she starts going cut me cut me and i was like i'm out too weird for my brain yikes <laughs> i did not see that thankfully 
Yeah, Video Drum's a pretty good movie, but it's not for everybody, and it's probably not for me when I was eleven. Probably not. Here's the thing, H, and I will say this: I don't think there's any movies that now that are as likely to fuck your kid up as there were whenever I was young. I don't think there are movies that mess with your head nearly as bad. Most of them are kind of over the top and just blatant, but the kids are just like that was kind of retarded. Whatever. So not not even a tiny little bit. You wouldn't even like no. let me wring your tampon out and drink. Ew! What the hell? <laughs> Stop it! I'm just trying, I'm just trying to find out why would that? That's that not even so nasty. Why would that even be a problem? I don't even understand. Uh, how about I get you a moon cup and you can have all you want? Okay, I don't want any, but I'm just saying. All right. Would you let somebody drink your moon cup? Oh was, God! <laughs> I'm just asking. No. If that was their thing. That's so so but, beyond but why i can't even believe you're talking about that i'm just asking you this is one of those things no that is, is, why not it would do nothing because to you. then they'll sue you later because something was wrong no, with it no yes no no that was nasty don't act like you don't like some weird now. stuff please i don't know i just I, if you if you find out your kid's into this you should really discourage it I think most people probably would. But, but don't be stupid about it. You know what I'm saying? It's most likely not going to kill your kid. Okay, if, you're, if your kid is suddenly sporting turtlenecks, Victorian collars, probably something going on. I think most people that are into this drink from the thigh. Really? Yeah, because it's easy to hide. Nice. And there's a, nice, there's a nice big juicy bunch of blood right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could give somebody a good, strong hickey on their thigh and make them bleed. Yeah, well. Just saying, you could. I know. You know, too. Just saying. Yikes. But, yeah, it's not uh, It's not attractive. It's not very ladylike. And, really, it's one of those things, too, where if something goes wrong, you're just going to feel stupid later. Absolutely. <laughs> you try explaining that when you're calling nine. That's a lot of times when you're thinking about your new little kinks or whatever, just think about if some, what could go wrong. Just give it a second's thought. And, and like a lot of stuff, I understand you're in the heat of the moment, but there's some things that you, like, autoerotic asphyxiation, you think right off, this is my slips, I die. Right? And the blood thing. Oops, I'm bleeding to death. And nobody knows because people are too everybody busy. Everybody needs an inner Kim. No. Yes? No. Here, here's the thing. If you left your own devices, you would be a monk. You need me to help bring you out a little bit. And if everybody had an inner Kim, it would just be boring time all the time. Be very cautious. Okay, so speaking of blood, the uh, season premiere of Dexter was on. Yes, mixed mixed reviews out there in Dexterland. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it only because I thought it was a nice way to wind up last season and get us on the road to a new season. You know what I mean? Yes. Because I was afraid they were going to string out the Dexter on the Run thing for the whole season, and I was not going to enjoy that. This is not why I watch Dexter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Once Dexter becomes an actual outlaw, it's not fun anymore. The show has to end. Don't you agree? Yeah. It like would have tainted the, the whole flavor right. of the show. If the police ever but, say Dexter is a serial killer, we know he's a serial killer and we must apprehend him. Then it's, it's, over. It, it's over. It's done. Because the show, then it just becomes stupid. The show is about Dexter trying to have a normal Well, eventually life. he's going to have to get caught, right? I mean, that would be the uh, natural no. progression. I don't think he gets Or he caught. takes off and I, he's never I think, seen again. Yes, I think he leaves and we never see him again. Or he dies. Like, eventually one of the serial killers is going to get the upper hand on him. You know what I mean? Maybe. 
Well, maybe be sad. I don't know. I'll be curious to see what else happens this season, but you know, I think it gets everybody thinking. It was off to a good start. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Uh, weeds finally heading in a territory that I enjoy. Things are heading in a direction I like now. They're taking matters into their own hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not as much flailing around. But I like it. Big Z, not a good episode last time. I don't really like her anymore. Yeah, <laughs> she lost my sympathy vote, so. It's that. that I, don't, I don't like it when adultery comes into the picture. Well, okay. Really it's, it's, it not, cranky. I, it's not really adultery. They were broken Most up. It certainly is. No, it's not. They were split They're up. still married. Okay, but here's the thing. There nope. Was, my problem nope. with it. Shh. My problem wasn't that there was what you call adultery. My problem was that both people did it, and then she had the gall to get mad about it. No, I didn't That's say it. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about me. It was my opinion. I, I understand your opinion. Mm-hmm. I was saying my opinion is I wasn't so upset by the fact that she went out and started fucking a dude. And here's the other thing, Showtime. Let me explain something to you. When the, the 40-ish year old woman decides to go out and get wild, it doesn't mean she has to fuck a black dude. Why not? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they can't. I'm saying it's become a theme on that show or on that on on Showtime in general, and it's kind of silly now. You know what I'm saying? It's become a symbol that I think is kind of racist. I'm gonna get wild. If I'm a black man, that's just silly, and it's not nice. You know what I mean? I guess so. I'm just pointing out. It's just supposed to be outside the norm for her. Correct. And what I'm, I mean, makes sense. Correct. What I'm saying is there's been several series on Showtime now where that's been a big taboo that they go out and break. And I think it's kind of racist and I wish they would stop. That's what I'm saying. Also, the chick from Precious, stop trying to fake like she's hot. She is in no way hot. She's very confident. Fine. Good for her. Okay. Fine. Don't try to pretend that she's hot. That's all I'm Nobody's saying. Nobody's pretending that she's hot. Yes, she's they in fact are because she has confidence. They're pretending like she's hot because at least one of those characters is going to try to get up in her business here shortly, and I'm not going to enjoy it. That's what I'm saying. Why you got to stir me up like that? So anyway, Dexter plus one, Weeds plus one, Big C minus about five. Cut it out. It's just not. I, I still like it, but yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about it. We'll see. Like Twenty minutes. Of- we'll see. The next time she goes out and fucks some strange dude, how are you gonna feel? Not well would be my guess. Well, I'll be, be a little mad. cranky about it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so they'll call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget, Amazon's my sponsor. Click on the link from my site. Buy some shit from Amazon. I get paid. You get stuff. Everybody's happy. We'll start Christmas shopping. If you have a college student, you can get Amazon Prime. Don't forget that. Free for a year. Free for a year. Because you're, mm-hmm. if you're a mom of a small kid, you can get it for three months, I think. Well, if you're the mom of a college student, you can also get it for free because they're allowed to piggyback, I think, three people they can invite. Oh, on that's their pretty account. cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Don't forget, you can juice the blue ready convo for some podcast.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. You know what to do. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 